We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders they are predestined to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. Now, this week, we're going to be talking about self and specifically defending your lion's den. That's right, guys. Lion's dens, they're dangerous places, and that's where we need to build around us because Satan is attacking, and we need a good lion's den to keep him at bay. So we're going to be digging and talking about perseverance, mentorship, and to, ha- to do that, I have with my good friend, Mr. Ethan Good. Ethan, how you doing, man? Good, Chris. What's up? Oh, man, I'm excited to have you. Now, you guys who watch the podcast, you may, it's, you're not seeing double, okay? So this Ethan's brother, Dylan, was on another show, but Ethan's here. He tells me he's the better looking one. I'll let those guys fight, you know, fight over that. So we'll see who, who wins that one, right? But this week, when we sat down and we were talking about the verses, 1 Corinthians 15, 33 really jumped out at us, right? Yeah. I mean, that one was like, all right, this is what we need to talk about. So in that verse says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And when you think about your lion's den, about who you run with, and that's why I wanted to talk to Ethan about this today, because young man, 19 years old, he's done a great job. He's a godly man. He's trying to live his, his life the right way. But it can be tough. So I'm curious, man, you know, Ethan, you know, what does that lion's den, what does that mean to you? I mean, I always thought that the, the lion's den is sort of, you know, it's a solid, safe place, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important who you let in and who you try and remove from your lion's den, you know. Because, I mean, that's your fortress of solitude, so. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's a safe place, but. I can tell you one thing, buddy. I mean, just me growing up, I never thought of it in the in this context, the way that that First Corinthians tells us, you know, because that bad company creates good character. I mean, it's you have all these analogies, you know, the bad apple analogy, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much to ruin that whole basket of fruit. So, as a Christian man that has you know walked your walk as long as you have, you know, I can only imagine the temptation that's come at you. To let some of that bad fruit in, right? Because yeah. I mean, sometimes it can be it can be disguised as good too, right? Yeah, I mean, most most of the time, you know, you think, oh, what's what's the problem? I mean, I know people live their lives differently, but God calls us to live a life a certain way. And while it may seem harmless, there is some always some kind of effect that you may not see. Mm. Living our lives the way that God calls us to. That takes a certain set of man right there, right? Because, I yeah. mean, the world is probably pulling at you, pulling at your brother all the time, telling you guys, you know what? 
you, you, you got all these rules, you know, you have all these, 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 these ideas and some of them just may not be viewed as fun. So when that, when that comes up, what do you say to those types of people? When like people are inviting you to do things that you know aren't right. Right. I mean, sometimes it could be tempting, you know, there's like, you can be pressured to do the same things that they're doing. I mean, it's easy, you know, everyone else is doing it, but I mean, I think a big part of living our lives the way that God wants us to is being able to persevere when we're tempted to do things that we know are wrong or go against what God's word says. Right. Right. You know, that's a great word, you know, perseverance. And we, we definitely have talked about that one a lot. You know, you know, Ethan and I, we spend a lot of time together, just like his brother. We, we, we get out, we run and they're constantly pushing me. I can't quite keep the pace that they got sometimes, but, uh, that perseverance is real. And I know when we sat down too, just preparing to talk today, we had three other verses yeah. that really jumped out. And one of them, when you, when you called it out, that was my life verse. I was like, my man, all right. So we're going to talk about James. So he brought up James chapter one, two through four. Love it. Guys, get this one in your head, write this one down, highlight it in your Bible, whatever you need to do. But it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I mean, that was, you know, obviously that verse has a lot of impact. Now, I actually got that verse when I was actually going through a trial, Mm -hmm. like an actual trial, you know, for custody trial. Mm -hmm. And God gave me that verse. I was like, whoa. Okay, so I, I got I, I got to stand up here. Got got to fight. Yeah, but for you, you know, you have to persevere because you know you're having a lot of these attacks or a lot of these people trying to, you know, get into your lines. Then yeah, I can only imagine, man, what you're going against there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that there's a lot of different aspects of like perseverance that are really important to remember. Mm-hmm. Or I mean. It it covers a lot of different aspects of your life. You know, in school, it may be hard to kind of stay on top of your work sometimes and stay focused. And I know for me personally, last semester, I was struggling a lot. You know, I worried about certain classes that were kind of hard. But um, even then, you know, you just got to persevere. Don't worry about whether or not, you know, if you could fail or not. Just persevere. Don't worry about failure at the time. Mm-hmm. you great point because, I mean, for this conversation, I hadn't even considered that, but just the perseverance of just being a student, you know, and, and things that are up against you, you know, whatever it's, the next steps you take, whether it's trade school or four-year college yeah. or entrepreneurship, whatever it takes, you're gonna, you're gonna have those items hit you in life. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to pers- you know persevere through it. You know, we also looked at Hebrews. Yeah, that was a cool one. You you brought up Hebrews ten thirty six. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive. What he has promised. Yeah. So that, 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 that's, that's a pretty good, uh, something to look forward to there, right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, a lot of times I think, you know, as we try to live our lives the way that God wants us to, it can be kind of, you can be tempted or get tired or worn out. Be like, you know, what's in it for me? You know, I could have just done what everyone else was, do- was doing. Mm-hmm. But as you persevere, just know that there's something on the horizon that God has for you a gift, a promise, there's something, there is always something in it for you as far as God goes, a relationship with God. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. Now, I'm curious, for for you, let's talk about your lines then a little bit and mm-hmm. dig into that. 
the core group that you hang with, are they believers? Well, yeah, yeah, they say they say they are, yeah. Okay, I'm just curious is that is that important? Has that been important to you as you you know evaluate the types of of relationships that you really want to pour a lot of effort and energy into? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, as far as friendships go, I definitely don't want to hang around people that I know will just kind of drag me into a lifestyle that I don't want to be a part of. And, you know, my main friend group, the people that I hang out with, they don't do that. You know, we just, there's nothing, I don't know. I mean, it's just, that's really it. Yeah. I mean, do your, so speaking to the, to the lion dads out there, do your parents, you know, how involved, how much, how well do they know your core group of friends? I mean, I don't bring my friends over like to the house too often, but they've met my main friend group and they know them. They're, they're good people. And Mm -hmm. I think that, I think it's important too that, I mean, my parents will always make sure, you know, try and ask me about my friends, see what they're up to, try and see how their lives are going and kind of make sure that, you know, they're not kind of straying away from a righteous path or anything like that. Just making sure that they're okay. Right. Right. Now I am curious. So, you know, you got young guys, they're, they're part of your group. Everybody's at different stages in their walk, particularly their walk with the Lord. Do yeah. you find yourself? I mean, you've been walking. How? Well, let's just let me ask you: How long have you been saved? Uh, a long time, basically my my whole life. I couldn't tell you the exact year that I got saved, but I know I was really little and I got baptized many years later. Right. Okay. So I mean, you you've been, you've had the Spirit, you know, within you for a long time. You definitely yeah. know your Bible. You do Bible studies. Pretty regular, right? Yeah, yeah. I do like a lot of devotionals and things like that on you version, and I'm reading Job right now. So you're going through Job right now. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think as far as perseverance goes, it's pretty good because it's a story about Job, who he's a man who was really wealthy. He had basically everything, and then he uh, he was a believer. He was faithful and lived a righteous life to glorify God. And Satan was like. He just follows you and believes in you because he has all these riches and all these things. And God was like, okay, well, then I'll let you have control over everything in Job's life. Just don't hurt the man himself. And so, sure enough, Satan took basically everything from him, but he never rejected God. Mm-hmm. He de- That's right. He never turned his back on him. I remember, I think it was in the fourth or fifth chapter, there was a friend. Mm-hmm. Um and his name for his name escapes me. Yeah. But the friend was actually trying to really push Job and to to reveal to him what God was doing for him, just kind of to be that 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 lion's den member for yeah. Job. You know, now some of the friends weren't helping him. Yeah. You know, as you know the story. Mm-hmm. But that's a great great tie. Great tie. So how yeah. long have you been studying that? Uh, probably about a month or so. Okay. Definitely a month for sure. Okay. But I think what stands out to me is that even when Job lost everything, you know, obviously it would have been really easy for him to get angry with God and to reject God, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He said, you know, no matter what he was going through, nothing was going to make him reject God because right. he knew. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, I want to learn a little bit more about some of the Bible studies you do, the things that you're doing, particularly because you're keeping yourself sharp, and that's going to keep a sharp line stand. So take a quick break. We'll jump right back and get a little bit more from Ethan on the core areas he spends time studying to keep sharp. 
Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it'd be cool to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple, Spotify, Google, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcast isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their messages out to the world. Let's create something great together. Visit thelionwithin.us slash buzz to let Buzzsprout know we sent you, and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. That's thelionwithin.us slash buzz. All right, guys, I'm back here with Ethan. You know, he's doing phenomenal things, studying Job right now. You know, when I, when I uh, sat down with him to talk about the podcast and the brainstorm, I was like, well, give me some verses. And you pulled your phone out. I'm just curious for the guys out there who want to who get good at, at learning Scripture and studying Scripture, because you need to have that if you're going to have a strong lion's den and to build that perseverance up. What were you going through? Like, is there an app that you're using? Oh, like what was I looking through? Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, I do a lot of devotionals, and one devotional that I read was talking about sort of defending and trying to stay, I guess, sturdy so that you won't waver from side to side in your walk with Christ. And so there's a collection of verses that I've made up like over a couple weeks that I, I use whenever you know, you're tempted to stray away from God's path. I have a, sort of a list of verses that I can go back to to help me refocus. Is that just like in a note or something? Yeah, it's in like my notes and my phone. Okay, okay. So, I mean, that's a great practice. And, you know, talking about your lion's den, you know, and you have guys in it that probably aren't as mature in their walk yeah. as you, right? So how do you how do you deal with that? Because sometimes I'm sure there's an opportunity to, to teach or to be um, a little bit more mature in your in your in your walk than they are, but you're the same age. Yeah. So is that awkward? Like, how do you handle that from a lion's den standpoint and supporting your brothers? Um, it's not really awkward because I know that you know Paul said it was a race that our walk with Christ is a marathon, mm-hmm. and each of us are you know, further along in that marathon than others, but that's okay. Cause we're all running it together. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think that it's ever, it's ever awkward or anything like that. I just know that I could, I can be an example or yeah, just kind of represent Christ to my friends as well. So, well, I mean, really it's all about the fruit, right? So yeah. I mean, if they see good fruit in you and how you handle situations, yeah, that's going to speak volumes. Cause it, a younger Christian or even someone that's not a believer, yeah, think about it, man. They're always looking for those little cracks in yeah. our armor. Mm-hmm. When we slip, when we say a bad word, yeah, when we, you know, name it, right? When we yeah. don't live up to this, you know, I'm doing air quotes for the people who are listening, that, mm-hmm. that Christian lifestyle, right? Yeah. So, you know, I know it can be tough, particularly as a young man. You know, you got all these things going in your head. You got a lot of decisions. You got... You know, these lionesses everywhere out there now, too, you know. So yeah. it's just, you know, there's there's constant things pulling at you. So, I mean, just hats off to you. And I'm curious, when we were, when we were brainstorming, yeah. we talked about hyenas. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes 
they can get in those lion's mm-hmm. dens, and you got to get them out. So yeah. I'm just curious your thoughts there, man. So something, if you see that behavior, what are you doing? Um, I mean, when I see like hyenas come into my lion's den, basically, um, those are people that are basically basically try to that are going to disrupt your your lifestyle. You know, they're going to mm-hmm. pull you one way or another, mm-hmm. and you may not. You know, you look back a while later and realize like how did I get here? And I guess you just got to be conscious of those people and realize when those, what kind of people they are and if they could potentially be a threat and sort of pull you away from where you're supposed to be. And so it's kind of, as long as you're able to tell or kind of dissect that or kind of deduct that from somebody, then you can sort of be conscious the whole time when you're communicating with them. Okay. So you're aware I mean, yeah, you, you're wanting to see that being aware. Are you? Uh, is there any confrontation, or are you creating space? How, how do you how do you go about that? Um, I I know that obviously we're not supposed to distance ourselves from unbelievers, and if we're involved with unbelievers, I see no problem in communicating with them, just as long as because I mean, obviously, there's a middle ground for everybody. You know, like everyone like a lot of people like to work out, a lot of people like to play basketball a lot of things you could find in common without kind of, you know, going against God's, God's path that he has for us and, you know, the world's path. So I think that there's a, a, usually a pretty common middle ground that you can reach or kind of be friends with them and without them kind of pulling you away from that lifestyle. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, I, I mean, I am curious because those great, those things are great. Lifting weights, hooping, you know, those are great ways to, to, to build some good friendships, relationships, you know, and from a lion's den standpoint. So let's say you're, 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 you're playing basketball with a guy yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. And he's not really in your lion's den, but mm-hmm. you feel like he could be. Like he, you're seeing some, yeah. some areas. Are you, t- are you sharing your faith with him? Are you asking him about his faith? Like, I'm just curious what some of the steps you would take to start evaluating, you know, hey, the next step to actually maybe strengthening that relationship to yeah. pull them a little closer. Like, what what are you doing there? I mean, I think it mostly goes back to sort of how you live your life and how you carry yourself. Obviously, we're going to make mistakes along the way. Or, you know, we may slip up, say a bad word or something like that. But, um, you know, for the most part, I make it pretty clear that I do go to church and I'm a believer and... The Bible says, I don't know exactly what verse it was, but there's a verse that says, you know, when you live your life the way, like, how Jesus wants, people will see that. I don't remember the exact way it was worded, but people will see that. And I know in my life there have been people who weren't believers, but they would tell me, like, hey, I had this weird encounter where, like, I remember a friend of mine, he was praying. His grandma told him that they were praying that he get he would get a car because he was trying to look for a new car. Mm-hmm. And... um He's not, I don't think he's a believer himself, but he did tell me that when they were praying for him, he did find a car like a couple of days later. And he just thought that that was really weird. And I never really brought it up. He just sort of was like telling me because he did know that I was a believer. So I think that there will be doors that are kind of opened as time goes on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So when he got the car. Yeah. Let's, let's finish that one out. So how, what was your reaction to him when he told you about that? I mean... I instantly kind of knew when he was telling me that obviously it was it was God who led him to find that car, but I I just was more so 
I don't think I said much. You know, I was like obviously saying that is how God works. That's what God does. It's how he reveals himself to us. And, um, but yeah, I was, I, I myself was pretty surprised too, because I wasn't doing, I wasn't really doing much in right. that situation, but God was working anyway. Oh yeah. Well, he's always working. He's, uh, I, that would have been a great opportunity. You yeah. may would have to, to share the gospel with him. Yeah. And you know, who knows? Cause guy can use a car. Yeah. You know, he can use a candy bar if he wanted to, to, yeah. to prick the heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And to, to reveal himself to, to someone else, because if you're predestined the way we are, yeah. you know, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get it. We just don't know when. Yeah. Right? Good stuff, man. Good yep. stuff. So, you know, one thing that, that we talked about as well, we talked about Galatians and there was a verse in chapter six, verse nine, that when you pulled it out to me, I, I thought that was just really, it was great. And I think it was out of your phone. You pulled this yeah. one, you know, let us not become worried and doing good. For all, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I mean, just talk about just, man, just having to just stay at it, stay at yeah. it, and stay at it. So, you know, what when you hear that verse, you know, what what's speaking to you? Yeah, I mean, I sort of touched on that earlier. You know, you get, when you feel a little tired of kind of trying to live a righteous life or a life that's pleasing to God, you may be a little worn out, a little... Uh, wary of the living that life, but mm-hmm. the Bible tells us to keep persevering and to one day we will reap a harvest for what we've what we've sown. So I think that it's a, a good reminder to keep persevering in general. So I love it. I love it. Now one area we're going to talk about is mentorships, but let's take a break. We'll jump back in and we're going to talk about mentorships because it's important to have that because if you're trying to grow your lines then and defend it the way that Ethan is. You probably need to have some 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 wise counsel helping you along the way. Yeah. So we'll be right back, guys. At the line within us, we discuss wealth a lot, and our sponsor at Investing for Beginners provides great resources for those wanting to take their knowledge of investing to the next level. Their monthly research e-letter is the best way to learn about the market and apply insight to begin growing your wealth. The newsletter tracks the founder's journey of managing a portfolio and shares how the decisions are made. For the beginning investor, this could be a great way to learn how to get started with investing from a company that is putting their money where their mouth is. I've been subscribing to their e-letter for quite some time, and it's something I look forward to every month, and I've learned a ton. They're a conservative group with an emphasis on a margin of safety. The Lion Within Us listeners can receive 15% off the monthly e-letter by visiting thelionwithin.us slash IFB, that's Investing for Beginners, and using the promo code LION at checkout. That's thelionwithin.us slash IFB, and use promo code LION to receive 15% off your monthly research e-letter. So... We want to talk a little bit about mentorships. You know, one thing I've been working with you guys a little bit, but I'm sure you have other mentors too. I am curious the importance of mentorships, how you go about finding them, and then specifically defending your lines. Then, you know, what we're, what we're concentrating on today, how important has that been for you as you, you know, got that core group of people around you? Um, I think that you know your lines den or your friend group and the people you have around you really are they really kind of make you the person that you are or that you will be and uh i think that it's important again that you 
make sure that you're spending time around people who will bring you closer to God and not pull you further away from him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I heard something one time like you're a net result of the top five people you hang yeah. out with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so that, that's something to, to be said there, but there's also something to be said about trying to seek out wise counsel that's not necessarily in your friend group. Yeah. You know, I know we do a lot of talking just outside, just about life. Yeah. Uh, but how often do you find yourself reaching out for other mentors or seeking people that, that are going to be able to help you in your walk? Um, honestly, probably not that often. Mm-hmm. I know that, um, I feel like most, for the most part, my mentors in my life for different aspects of my life were sort of kind of just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember when I was trying to find out a little more about how to manage money and things like that, as far as careers go and where God wants me to go, as far as that it, as far as that's concerned, um, I did pray for a mentor as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. And I did end up meeting Chris. So that was cool. Right. I, right. And I feel like for the most part, God does, um, kind of bring mentors into our life, people who can pour into us and help us be better people. For sure. I mean, I, and, to call out the the older lions out there, or the the more wise lions, let's just let's just call it whatever it is, whatever way you want to frame it. It's our responsibility, guys. You know, I, I definitely work with Ethan. I work with his brother Dylan, and I love it. I love when they text me, but I text them. You know, we got to make sure we're intentional to reach out and help these guys because these guys are in the throes. I mean, they're they can they're they're one or two bad decisions away from a from a bad path, and the good part is they have core, core, you know, uh, training. So they know who they are. They're, they're routed in the Lord, but not every Christian is like that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Christians, you know, they, they, they go through the motions, but they're not putting in the reps. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of people are further along in their walk with Christ than others, which is okay. And I mean, I'm not at all saying that I'm perfect. None of us really are. I've definitely like strayed from God's path plenty of times and made plenty of mistakes. I mean, we all do, but I think that, you know, I feel like learning to again, persevere and learn to bounce back when you realize that you've sort of straight away is really important. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. It definitely is. And then, and also to the mentorship side, being able to have some confidence that whoever you pick guys, you know, we happen to run, run together and we, we ran into each other. We go to the same church. So it kind of worked out. Yeah, you know there may be guys you know, in your life right now that would be willing to speak into your life and to help you if you ask them. Yeah, you know you have to, but you have to be able to take that uh, that that initiation and go ahead that initiative rather and go have that conversation and be like, hey, it could be very simple. What do you think about this? Yeah, you know, and most guys love just to talk, right? Yeah, we're not short on opinions. Oh, you, for sure. You, you know, now what I will say this is. Make sure you're careful about that because you need to be very guarded about who you allow to speak into your life. Yeah. You know, now like you have a good family group. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely trust that group way, way over than some stranger. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's just, this is just things you got to think about, but I mean, it's tough. You need to have a lion's den. You need to really have a core group of guys that you can count on that you know they're going to be there, that they know that you're going to be there. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, I, this is this is going to be important, particularly as you get older and, and like, real 
like I call it life situation happens. Mm-hmm. You know, people lose babies and mm-hmm. people lose jobs, and, yeah. right? And, and when those types of things happen, you're going to want a group of men, mm-hmm. in particular, that you can lean on. That's going to help push you through. That's going to help be there to carry you. And at the same time, when they have something, they're going to want to know that, hey, if I reach out to Ethan, he's going to be there for me. Yeah. I think that I think mentors obviously are really important. Having a, a group of guys that can support you is really important too. But I think for the definitely most of all, I think the most important thing as Christian men is we should definitely like get into the Word more and study God's Word more. Because it does help you build sort of a more like righteous or godly mindset. You're able to look at things from a different lens. And, you know, again, when people come into your life that you know could potentially, you know, pull you from that path, you'll be able to tell. Because as as you read God's word, you learn more about how to live your life. And you have more of a, you know, because the Bible describes, the Bible is described as a sword in the Bible. And it's... It's your defense, you know. That is very well said. This is a 19-year-old man saying this, and it's very well said. The Bible is a sword. And I'm just going to go back to our first verse. Do not be misled. I mean, that the start of that verse, do not be misled, tells you that there is a lot of deception out there, mm-hmm. right? Deception is real. So the Lord's telling you, don't be misled. Bad company corrupts corrupts good character right and i mean at the end of the day we're trying to serve the lord we're trying to have good fruit we're trying to be out there and be a witness to the world and they're looking at our character yeah you know so yeah people say well jesus hung with the sinners Mm -hmm. yes that's right because he was the physician and when when we're with them we need to be the physician too yeah we don't need to be the sinner yeah and i mean again saying that the the bible is a sword Again, it's your defense. And if, mm-hmm. again, Jesus obviously knew the Bible like front to back. So even when he was hanging out with sinners, he knew, you know, he didn't sin. Obviously, he was perfect. He never strayed from what God's word said. And I think that the more you study that, the more you know that, the better defense you'll have. Because again, if you're in like a battle and you don't have a sword, you're not going to. You're not going to last long, and I think it's important to have that sword. So That's right, man. You could pull out a little butter knife or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not ready, right? And the only yeah. way you're going to be able to pull out that sword that we're talking about, mm-hmm. you got to be in that word. Yeah, you exactly. You got to know it. got to defend our lines then. we got to build it. we got to persevere. got to look for those mentors. So, Ethan, it's been, it's been real, man. Anything yep. else you want to talk about? Nope. I'm, it's all good. Thanks all right. for having me on. It's all good, bro. It's all good. Well, I tell you what, guys, I want to leave you with this question. Do you have mentors that are speaking into your life today? Now, if you don't, that's okay. But if you don't, you need to go find some. And then you also need to be thinking about who's in your lines then, right? Evaluate it. Now, there's right ways and there's wrong ways. We'll be talking more about, about how you can evaluate your lines then later in, in further episodes. But you, are, you really are. You're a net result of the top five people you hang out with. So be very careful of that. Ethan, his brother Dylan, they're very intentional about who they hang out with, where they spend time, and they also are very intentional about trying to show the fruit and to live the life you know, and to walk with the Lord, and they're studying the Word all the time. So that's, there's your question. Do you have mentors speaking into your life today? Now, if you're liking the line within us, 
I'm I'm gonna ask you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him too. Share it with your friends. Yeah. You know, text your friends. Share it out there. Quick text message. Whatever. You know, the YouTube channel. Whatever way you guys want to. Because if you keep this in your pocket, it's not gonna help our brothers. And we need to help our brothers out there grow in Christ. Period. So from anybody you can think of, share it out. Go to the linewithin.us for our coaching resources. You can check out all the stuff there. We got some some cool. Uh, Bible resources that we're working on. We have an email list so you can sign up. You can get uh, stay in touch with us for all the latest stuff that comes out. You can check out the show notes for all our social channels, the YouTube, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. We have the the Twitter account now. So we're, we're trying to be on all the accounts so that we can be there to support you because we know Satan, he is fighting against you, my friend. So you got to stand strong you got to persevere and find those men that can help you build and defend your lion's den. So guys, go out and unleash the lion within.